Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to All About TRH, aka All About the Truth. Today we interview the most talked about trader, Dan Giesling, and he doesn't hold back. Dan talks strategy, why he gave Phaedra Park's name up, roundtable drama, plus more. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hey, thanks Hi, so much Dan. for having me, Roxanne Chantel. So, so happy to be here. Yes, we're, we're so excited to have you. So, are you sure? I know you guys are big Bravo fans. Like, yes. I'm like, I know I'm crossing the line and I'm right. taking some bullets here. Here's the thing if I wasn't a big brother fan, then you would have really like irked me this season. But, yeah. no, tell I, me why. Like, can you explain why? Because, like, to people that are Bravo only. Like you watch a show and like, I come off sparmy. Like I get it, you know? Yeah. No, it's not that. I think the biggest thing that you did on the traders was go against Phaedra when you had poverty. Yeah. So for us Bravo fans, we're very, you know, protective. Mm -hmm. But on Big Brother, <laughs> like you just came out as like this brilliant person and but i still think you did really well on traders I, I i do but like i was such a fan of you on big brother so i was so excited to like see that you were going to be on the show um so we asked a lot of people questions to ask you questions and they're really pissed off at you yeah. I, like the way i like edited the question i had to take out words and stuff i'm scared well i get it and like i don't i don't take any of this personal because the way yeah. i look at it is like Okay, Bravo people, this is this may be their first time watching a reality TV show that is competition based. And this is definitely maybe the first time they're watching a reality TV competition show with their favorite housewives on it. So to me, it's like an NFL game. Like yes. if someone's going after their favorite, like I get it. So I don't take it personal, but I will say this before we get to the questions. Okay. Like I thought the big brother fandom was intense. Yeah. Like Bravo <laughs> fans, like I have nothing but respect. Your passion is second to none. Yeah, you have no idea. Well, before we get into like what you did on the show, can you talk to us about casting? Like, did you seek out the show? Did someone ask you to be a part of it? 
No, yeah. So probably about once a year, maybe every other year, I get pitched to go on a competition show. It's always like, no. Like, I just, I feel like I have the best of both worlds. Like, I really love playing these games, but like, I have a normal life, you know? So I don't, this is not part of my life. I, I actually got an email to go on Trader Season 1. I'm like, I read the, the, the email. I'm like, delete. I'm like, no. Oh. I'm, just because I didn't know what it was, okay. you know? And then, so they reached out. It's a super long story short. I live stream on Twitch. And I have a, a cell phone number that I give out so people can text me. So I'm like, hey, text me, 313. Uh, I don't want to say it now. Anyways, <laughs> I don't have problem people text me. So I'm like, I'm live streaming, reading these text messages. And I get one. It's like, hey, this is so-and-so from casting. I've been trying to reach you. I'm like, haha, funny, guys. Like, you're pranking me. And then I'm like Googling who it is. I'm like, oh, let me check my email. And I had two offers to go on the show with two different numbers. Like, dollar amounts but they were both in my <laughs> spam inbox so if i never checked Whoa. my text message i never would have got on the show it's just, wow you know, i know well, i know why do you say no to season one just because like it hasn't you didn't know what would happen where it would air yeah like i get you know i've been pitched to go on a lot of first shows and okay. i'm like i don't know what i'm getting myself into i don't know who the producers are i don't know the network i don't know if it's like a bait and switch right like hey here's what, what we're telling you the show's like oh, wait a second, you're here and there's like your ex-girlfriend there or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I just, I didn't know. And so for most of the time, I always turn it down. But after watching the first season, I'm like, man, this is an incredible show. It just looks different. It feels different. Yeah. Um, and to me, it's a, it was always about the game. Yeah, there's like fighting and like people not getting along, but it's not, it's about the game. It's not about two right. people not liking each other. Right. Did you um so you watched the trader season one before you even said yes to going on to um season two or right before? No, well the trader season one came out and I didn't really watch it. And then halfway through my mom's like, You have to watch this show, you have to watch <laughs> this show, but you have to promise me you're not gonna go on it. Oh, and I'm like, oh. wow. <laughs> and then I ended up watching it, really liked it, and thought it was cool and new because in the reality TV competition space, we just haven't seen anything new like this. It's always like a rehash or like big brother, but a little tougher or a competition on another island and this to me was new and cool and and so it was a nbc and peacock made it really easy to say yes yeah well i was curious why you never joined the challenge i mean <laughs> i <laughs> wait why are you laughing because i mean like this is my i'd never seen the challenge but this okay. is my this is my take on it it's okay. like big brother with a ton of alcohol and people like physically fighting. No, it's, it's not like that. It's not like that. It's it more like used to be. It used to be like that, but now it's like really competition. So I'm always shocked like someone like you doesn't join it. But see, is but it's not mental competitions, right? Like a little bit, a little it, bit. It actually is. A lot yeah. of people that you wouldn't think like would do well on the show. Not saying that you wouldn't or anything, yeah. but let's say you're not into something like that. They do well because like, it's a mental thing. Mm. So that's why I'm always like, why wouldn't someone like him? Like you're like an iconic name, you know, everyone, <laughs> like you're the face of big brother. So I was I, always shocked that you didn't do that. No, I mean like my, my impression of the show, all the clips I've seen is like two dudes wearing like those black helmets and just ramming each other. I'm like, they're just I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Well, yeah. you do need to be a little bit physical. So you do need to have like, you need to be a little bit strong to like yeah. to make I mean, it, I, you get into eliminations. Yeah, I'm <laughs> athletic, but I'm not like yeah. brute strength, you know, like I'll be able to dodge people, but I'm not going to tackle someone. Not at my age anymore. Yeah, of course. Well, so now that you're watching the show back, 
with you on it, what is one thing you would have done differently? Um, and I really, I really mean this. I wouldn't do anything differently because I remember every night, like going in and being like, this is the information I have. This is the gut decisions I'm making. This is the instinct I'm going off of. So let me do the best I can with that. Right. So like, I wouldn't change anything in the moment after the fact, like now that, you know, people's confessionals, all the different, like you have all the answers, right? So, so I mean, clearly there's a ton I would do different now. Like, so let's, let's play like, okay. I could play the perfect game. One of the things is it just in these games, I start really slow. If you look at Big Brother, I take time and I get to know everyone. So I could tell you stuff about Phaedra, CT. Like I got to know everyone individually because that's what I do in Big Brother. I build that trust and then we start talking strategy. I just, it was just, wasn't the right game for it. Like, so what would I do different? I would play a lot faster. I would pick a couple people I trust and then start forming and making moves. I just, I never got to that point in the game. Uh, The other thing I didn't do, and I didn't even consider it because it was a lot tougher than I thought. I didn't think of how to play. Like, what do I look like as a faithful? I was Mm -hmm. more just like, hey, let me figure out these six moves to make and then not get caught being a traitor. You know, were, as you opposed, sh- yeah. were you shocked that you um you got picked to be a traitor? Uh, I was happy. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I didn't want to not, you know, I haven't been on TV in over a decade. I'm like, I didn't want to come and sit on the sidelines, but I didn't know. You know, I like I met with the producers and I'm like, hey, I would really like to be a traitor. Like, we can't promise you anything. Then the head of NBC and the head of the um, production studio came in my hotel and they're like, do you want to be a, a faithful or a traitor? I'm like gave this pitch on why I want to be a trader. They're laughing. I'm like, so I'm a trader. And like, we can't promise you anything. So I'm sitting at that table and I feel Alan walk by and not tap me. And I'm just like, what the heck? you know, like, <laughs> so I was like, I was really excited to be a trader. Did you know everyone when you, um, like, did you know where everyone was from while walking in? Or was it like, like a lot of like um, unfamiliar faces? Um, I recognize most people. You know, I figured Peter was the bachelor just because he's like a super, you know, he's a great looking guy, great personality. I didn't know Kevin. The shock for me, like the true shock, because a bunch of stuff leaked while we were in the hotel. Yeah. So I was like, I remember seeing this post and it was like a bunch of emojis of the people in there. And one of them was a boxing glove. I'm like, that's kind of (laughs) weird. And then when I I saw Deontay Wilder, I was like freaking out. And I'm like kind of fanboying out because most people didn't know who he was. And and this is the analogy I give. Oh, we didn't know who he was. <laughs> yeah, if this if this were the traders in the 1990s, that's yeah. Mike freaking Tyson right oh, there. Oh wow. You know, and like people didn't understand like how big of a deal it was to have him there. I certainly did. This dude loses a fight and he makes 30 million dollars. So why is he here right. you know, competing for 250,000? I loved it. I it was like to me like I was a kid in a candy store. It was so cool just to hang out with him. Did you um did did he tell you guys that he was leaving? Did he ever say the goodbye? Because they never showed that on, on yeah. the episode. So we yeah. all like were left like, oh, okay, he's not there anymore. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I really respected how NBC and Peacock handled that okay. because it was kind of like it was just it was handled how it needed to be. It was kind of like a personal thing for him. And I love that like it kind of just remained like that. Like it didn't need to be a big part of the show. And um, I think everyone was super fond of Deontay and was glad to see that's how it was played out. You know? Oh, good. But do you think they should have said something at all? Like he they just did, like- they did say one, like they said one thing, and if you like blinked, you didn't hear it. Like the it's like yeah, it's, yeah, it's like if you didn't, if you weren't paying attention, Alan said something, and okay. my wife's like, "Where did Deontay go?" I'm like, 
I don't know. Did they say anything about it? And like he said a really quick line. Okay. Well, so Addy. Ladies, did you know that one of the most common complaints from women about their sexual health is a frustrating low libido? Our sex drive can decline, but it's also treatable. Addy or Flibanserin is FDA approved and has been clinically proven to increase sexual desire in certain premenopausal women who are bothered by a low libido. So if you feel like you've lost your desire and want to get it back, stop falling for the snake oils and ask your doctor about Addy today or go to Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I dot com. Addy is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past, who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Do not take if you are allergic to any of the ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching or trouble breathing. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide, including box warning at addy.com forward slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Ask your doctor about Addy today or go to addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I dot com. You constantly got feedback that you were too quiet. Yeah. Why why didn't you change your tone knowing that they're saying this is the red flag about you and you continue to be like that? Yeah. Yeah. Part of it is that's my personality, right? So like you have to understand this is not my livelihood. And so there's a lot of people there who like they're great at being the star. I mm-hmm. like I, I'm cool with being like the co-star or the number two because I'm never gonna be the person like if five people are talking, they're like da 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 da. I'm not gonna like interject myself. So that was part one. The second thing is is like I wanted to build a persona of like not just throwing random stuff out there. So like when I talked, that there was like maybe a little bit more um not respect, but like credence, like, oh, Dan's talking out. He must have something. Um, So, you know, that was kind of part of it. And also one of the things I just didn't see, and the narrative spun really quickly. Like, I never thought that just being quiet would mean you're a traitor because it's like, well, (laughs) like just because you don't talk as much, that means you're a traitor. But that's, I give, you know, everyone in their credit. They took that narrative and ran with it because Sheree was really quiet. Yeah. Super quiet. Um, But like no one thought she was a traitor. Um, but also that narrative wasn't like really spun. Um, so I give them credit for the people. But I think it's that. your reputation too, like who you are, how you won Big Brother. So of course, <laughs> like, but- you know, they're expecting you to. And that, and that's the thing though, Roxanne, no one knew who I was. My greatest fear was I got there and people were like, all right, he's gone because we know what you can do. Janelle knew, Sandra knew, Harvard didn't know, Peppermint knew. And no one really cared or knew until Janelle blew blew me up. Yeah, that's that's when really becoming quiet was like, okay, that's the the dagger in my heart. Because no one really cared or knew about it. Do you think you should have recruited Janelle as a traitor? Um, I'd never thought I had to because it'd be like Roxanne, if I saw you, I'd be like this. Like, we're good. You know, yeah. like we there's a history. I just never expected her to come after me. And when she did, it really stunned me because uh-huh. I felt like she knew if I was a traitor, there's no way I'm murdering her in any situation. If her name comes up, like she's not going to have to worry about it. It's just kind of like that, you know, we're from the same family, but also beyond that, like we're friends. 
Like she's one of the few people from Big Brother that I actually speak to. So yeah. it's kind of like you got to know, like, I'm not coming after you. But also, I understand, like, that was her play and she had to do what she had to do. Have you guys talked since? Yeah. 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 No, we're totally like the second it was like over, I'm like, it's it's cool. And that was been that's been the adjustment for me coming from these games where it's like someone makes a move against you. I'm not making fun of people. I'm not ripping on people. I'm not insulting people. So I'm like, when it's over, I'm like, it's cool. Like you, you voted me out. Like, awesome. Like great move. Like Peter, like duped me. Like, I love that. Like good move, man. But for me, I didn't expect like the people who are not used to playing competition shows, I think are taking it a different way, which I understand because it's probably a different experience for them. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Who do you think is playing the game the best right now? Up until this point, um, and I think if I can't, uh, I think <laughs> up until this point, I think Peter's paid, played a really amazing yeah. game, like doing a lot. And I know some people are getting annoyed with him online because he's think he's doing too much. And I think at this roundtable, you see a little bit like people are starting to distrust him. But I love that he's as a faithful. It's so hard to stay alive, and well, here yeah. he's like the number one faithful, the leader of him, and yet he's still here. He should have been picked off or murdered a hundred times prior. And he's he's doing all these little things that I think have helped him survive. But I think you're starting to see some faithful are like starting to be sketched out by it too. Yeah. I was going to ask, are you surprised that they haven't murdered him yet? Or do you think it's smart on them? No, I mean, like, I, I think Phaedra was really smart. She said, she said this. I don't know if she's going to act on it. She said, if you take out the leader, the sheep are going to scatter. And that's the truth. You know, like if you get rid of Peter, that whole group fractures, whether or not it happens, we'll have to see. But I just, um, you know, I I just, I really like what he's doing. Like he's act. There's a few people I think are actively playing the strategy side of the game and are good at it. I think there's some people who are actively good at the, like what I call the hand-to-hand combat. I think Phaedra's incredible at deflecting at the table dispelling things like she's really good at that as far as the strategy i don't feel like that's her strong suit yeah and, and you know what she she trusted you guys in the beginning to like lead 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 the lead the team she's like whatever yeah. you guys want i'll do and she's like because she knew what she could she would have done on the side yeah and i think i think i really underestimated how much she trusted me because i think she's been really hurt by that move uh, yeah. and you know what i mean in one way or another i haven't talked to her but you know, I think you're right. I think she did lean on us for that. And, you know, I can understand you, why she's probably not happy. You under, yeah. Did you underestimate all the housewives like going oh, into this? Thousand percent. You know, <laughs> the, the one that I'd say, like, I really connected with Tamara and I really, really um, liked Sheree. Like, Sheree's from the Midwest. So we kind of connected on that. Yep. Tamara and I spent a lot of time and, like we really connected and started to, to develop this trust. And then that was one of the, you know, I have like a list of like 12 things I would have done different. And I let that one kind of get away. Like I didn't want to murder Tamara. That was like a, that was a um, Phaedra move. Okay. And like, that was like, like I really, in hindsight, I, I didn't want to lose Tamara and, and that ended up hurting in the long run. Cause I think she would have turned against you know, the Bravo crew, or at least would have considered it where you're seeing right now, MJ, MJ, like they're not, they're not turning. Like it's just not happening. Yeah. So people thought you immediately went after Phaedra once you got poverty. Why did you go against her? Do you feel like you did? Yeah. I just, I saw her position in the game. And to me, this is all game. She was well-liked. No one suspected her. 
she was quiet at the table, really didn't have to say or do because of the relationship she built with everyone, not just the Bravo people, which is a whole different thing. Like she's locked in with the Bravo people. She's doing a great job with the non-Bravo people. I'm like, this is called the traders. Like at some point, a trader has to go. And I really 100% trusted Parvati and vice versa. And my concern was being at the end of this game because Roxanne, you watch Big Brother, you know how this is. I think I'm thinking all the way to the end. I saw myself at this end game fire with Phaedra and a couple Bravo people. And Phaedra looks to the Bravo people and and just gives me the hook. Mm. And I didn't want that to be the end. Like I'm playing this thing to win. And to me, Phaedra was in the way of winning. I just didn't see her going. And my thought was if I can get her out, like Dan's been quiet this whole game. If Dan the faithful can say, here's my shot, I'm taking it. Let's get Phaedra out. All of a sudden the faithful now trust me and I'm good to slide to the end of the game didn't work out like that but i i thought you were gonna pull a big brother i don't know what if it was the second season i don't know but remember when you were in that room and then you came and all of a sudden i was pregnant as hell during this so i don't you know my memory is like not that great about it but you completely changed all their minds so i thought that's what was going to happen here and Me I was, too. Like, Me was, too. was your heart beating so fast during that it was so for for me this is so uncomfortable because in big brother like it's like you're puppeteering here. It's like you're defending yourself. And right away, when when Kate got put into the game, I'm like, this game just got really hard because her BS meter, like she, if she sees something that's not right, she doesn't think about it, process it. Then should I say something? She'll say something right away. Yep. So when I started this, you know, what I normally do that always works and she was the first one to pipe up and like kind of chime in and help Phaedra. I'm like, oh, this isn't happening before. I don't, what do I do now that the big yeah. move didn't work? Yeah. That was the, probably the most iconic part of the whole like series yeah. so far is just like that yeah. round table between you well, and Phaedra. The meeting. Yeah. And like, I have no problem like getting shredded by Phaedra. I think it made good TV. I tried to make a big move. I think if it works, like I'm in great shape, but it didn't. And you still got good TV and, and you know, Phaedra you know, is the star of the show. I don't think anyone would argue that. Our listener asked, so why did you decide to give the faithful a bone by giving Phaedra's name when you knew you were going to be eliminated? What's the thing? I I never go in and think I'm going to be eliminated. Like you saw me in Big Brother, like everyone wants me out. There's no chance I'm I'm never giving up. So in my mind, entering that round table, I'm not like, I'm not leaving. You know, like I know I'm in trouble, but I'm not like, oh, um, let me leave and let me pull down Phaedra with me. And I think that's what Bravo people may be used to seeing is like Mm -hmm. pettiness. Like if I'm done, I'm done. I'm not trying to like pull someone down with me. My path to victory was through Phaedra and it just didn't work. But if people suspected poverty, why wouldn't you throw her name during during the round table? Great question. So for me, if I throw poverty name out she's my number one ally who i trust a thousand percent you have to remember i won big brother by picking one person each time and i'm like i'm all in and if this bites me in the the ass then it bites me in the ass so i didn't want to do that and two if i turn on her i'm next right like i give up poverty everyone already thought it was poverty so it's just kind of like it was kind of like a limp move and then i just know i'm the next trader picked off if i get phaedra out then it's like but we didn't see this coming like Dan, you know, let's listen to Dan on the next one. And then, you know, I felt like I might have had a better handle on the game and, and built up more social credit with the faithful. Well, why do you trust poverty so much? I'm yeah. This. Yeah, no, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. Part of it is um, I from a couple standpoints, one, and this isn't 
I mean, we spent time in transport. So they had, when you're filming the first episode, there's a lot of time you spend with a few people in this car. You can't talk about the game. Like, so like basically if there's no cameras on, you can't talk about the game because then that footage can't be used. And so we never talked about it, but it was me, Tamara and Ek and Sue in the car. So those people I got really close with because that's my personality, right? Like more developing relationships. So I trusted her from that standpoint because we spent a lot of time. And because she went in to me, like she's kind of like, I looked at her like she plays survivor like I play Big Brother. She's cutthroat. She's a killer. She's smart strategically. And I'm like, I need someone like that, especially when I got to the turret and I'm like throwing ideas out at Phaedra and she's just kind of like not doing yeah, not yeah. giving me much. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I trusted her where I didn't feel like she was going to turn on me. And I knew she was going to bring some strategy to help me. So I didn't have to do this thing alone. Um, and so that's like, it was definitely the downfall. But, you know, I, I just didn't feel I could play this game without trusting someone implicitly. And I didn't want to throw her to the wolves because I just thought that bought, bought me a day. It didn't change me not winning, you know? Right. That makes sense. Do you think it was smart for Phaedra to pick Kate to be part of the trader, or would you have done that if you were? Yeah, I mean, I think because it's an ultimatum, I think basically you're forcing the, the person to become a trader. There's no way you're bringing someone there and be like, "No, I'm not going to be a trader," right? Because if they don't become a trader, they have to leave the game. I'm taking Peter because, yeah. like, he's in heat, but also like, I I just feel like Kate. I think it makes for great television having Kate there, but I just, I just think Peter was the move because. But he turned down the first time. You don't think he would have left the show and just gotten murdered? I mean, if you like you, would you, if you, let me ask you, Roxanne, if you were given an ultimatum, become a trader or leave the show and leave your chance of winning $250,000, what are you going to do? No, yeah, I would have became a trader the first yeah. time. So well, yeah, well, but that's what I mean. Like, if you're forcing you, you're literally forcing Peter's hand, and then, yeah. you know, do what do you think, think about John think, being a yeah? Trader? Do we think that? Do we think John would have been? Do you think John would have went home instead of being a trader? Yeah. Uh, you know, I maybe because I think <laughs> we, I talked to him. It's like really important to him as a politician not to be seen in that role. And mm. I think you know, and one of the things you don't see about John is that at the round table, this dude would talk for 20, 30 minutes oh. on one speech. And <laughs> so, I I mean, so you're starting to get glimpses of that, but he, he's yeah. such a cool dude. It was cool to have him there. Yeah. Can you tell us anything about how your sleep was in the hotel? I mean, castle. Yeah, I slept <laughs> in the castle. So I was actually pretty fortunate. I got like one of the higher up rooms, like right next to the turret. So, <laughs> it was like a shorter walk for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that was nice. You guys didn't hear each other or anything. No, there's like a lot of sound machines and there's bodyguards at everyone's door. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's, we asked. Uh, we asked Bergie that. Yeah, he was like, he didn't have that smooth of an answer though. He was like, oh, I don't, I can't talk about that. <laughs> Is there anyone that you think isn't playing a smart game? Um. I'm just trying to see to me, like not smart is actively exposing yourself. And I'm just trying to think like, I'm thinking around the table of who's left. I think what you're starting to see, I think there's a first half of the game and a second half of the game. First half of the game is you just got to get through it. There's so many bodies there. You're like, clear these people out. I think the second half is really, you've seen two alliances formed 
And I think the people that... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I really think the people that are sticking to their alliances are smart until there's one alliance is left and then you have to turn on each other and then we'll see. Um, you know, I'm just trying to think of any missteps that I've, I've seen. I really don't. Even like I look at Trishel. Trishel's being very vocal at these roundtables, in particular at Phaedra. I think that's smart because then if she gets murdered, then it's like, well, it's because she went after you. You know what I mean? So being loud yeah. as a faithful kind of helps you because then it becomes you become too obvious of a murder. Right. I remember the first season there was a guy, though, that was so loud that they started catching on. So it's like you don't really know what to do. <laughs> You're, You're telling me. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out on the fly. I know. Yeah, I know. He was like a lot. And then they all started catching on. It was like, you know, what the heck? But the one thing about Phaedra is the breakfast scenes where she acts like, oh, I'm hungry or, oh, like, let me grab this. And I'm just shocked no one's caught on to that. I mean, I think someone's mentioned it, but I feel like that's such like a sus thing. Well, that's the thing. It's like you really, there's not much to go on. So it really becomes how well can you spin a narrative? And that's why I love the competition with the crossbow, because yeah. now you have something in front of everyone. Well, yeah. so-and-so targeted CT, so-and-so targeted Trishel. Then at least there's like a concrete move Everything else is, oh, he's too quiet, or he's too loud, or he looked at me the wrong way, or she eats breakfast right. too yeah. much, you know? Yeah. So, it's like, and so and part of it, that's the fun of it, is like how how good of a story can you tell to get yeah. someone out? Can you tell us how Ekansu didn't realize she got poisoned? I'm so confused. I didn't know either. It happened right behind me. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, they didn't tell. The funny thing to me about that, was after Alan came in and told us at breakfast, like, hey, someone drank poison or someone was poisoned. No one sat back and was like, hey, did anyone hand you a drink? Did anyone hand you something to eat? Like that was never discussed by anyone. And I was just sitting there being like, thank God no one talked about it. But that'd be the first thing I would do. It'd be like, hey, right. did anyone give you a cup to drink out of? Oh, who was that? There's yeah. your traitor, you know? Yeah. Are you excited for the reunion? It's coming up. It's coming up very soon. Um, I am I excited for it? Yeah. I think I'm uncertain about it, but right. I, what I am certain is that I'm sure there's going to be a lot of bullets coming my way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this is all new for me, right? So I've never done a reunion show, and oh, so yeah, yes, my brother doesn't do it. My brother, like the show's over, you're gone. This whole thing's yeah. been new for me. I don't, I don't sit back and watch Big Brother, and now I'm like not forced to watch, but like you're, you have to watch it you know yeah. to see what's going on so yeah um, do you think johnny is gonna say something to you guys for eliminating him for the first round <laughs> i mean i would imagine so he's been pretty active on twitter so <laughs> that's, that's that's the challenge yeah like that's johnny from the he's, challenge he's, he's like he's you of the challenge basically yeah. you know and that's the thing it's like any moves that i made like the people that i went after it's like out of respect because you're going to be really tough to beat or I don't think I can beat you. So let me get out, get you out of the game. And, and, yeah. and that's where the interesting thing's been for me is that like, I'm not getting rid of anyone for personal reasons. It's strictly, how do I get to the end and who is in my way that I know I can't move. 
Yeah. What do you think about CT, by the way? He was like suspecting you. What do you yeah, think about him? I think like I was surprised as CT as a person because I watched him as a kid, like rage and like, you yeah. know, like I don't, was he on real world? Was he on real world? Or yes. Real? Yeah, real. Right. Like I remember seeing like, I remember, like I had never seen him on challenge or anything. I just remembered him from when I was a kid and I met him and he's like, I don't want to say softy's not the the answer, but he's like, like a grown adult. You know, yeah. like has a life, and I, I really enjoyed being around him. He's um, easy to get along with. Everyone can yeah, get. Along with he's super cool. Yeah. yeah, super cool. I really liked him, and I think he's like he's done a good job weaving and like not being too far above the radar, not too under it, being friends with everyone. I think he's playing a really slick game. How old are your kids? Like, do they do they watch you on TV? <laughs> My, I have a seven year old six-year-old and a two-year-old oh wow um, okay <laughs> they, they don't watch they'll ask like to watch and like i'll show them like two minutes of a challenge and then they get bored and be like dad can i watch bluey i'm like yeah it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Watch this. too young Our yeah. you know that dan and us we live in the same state so yeah. like i so yeah i don't know if you care if people know where you live in the no i don't care um I, I did have a question I needed to ask before I forget. Do you think you should have played for more shields? Like that one game where you sat back to not go get shields and everyone's like, whoever sat back is a traitor. I mean, you played the game inside, but you didn't yeah. want to go and get shields. Do you think you should have played more for shields? It was such like, it was such a like mad grab. Like people were really aggressive about like, I want to get a shield. I want to get a shield. And in hindsight, having one of the traders out in that field would have been tremendously beneficial. And I think that was a mistake because that's the the move we, I made was to take a shot at like, oh, Bergy doesn't have the shield. Yeah. So having just the information, I think, is more important than actually getting the shield. But it was really, it became like, I don't want to say entitled is not the right word, but people really, really cared. Like, well, you got a shield last time. I've never got one, so I got to get out there. I'm like... So like, how much do you want to push that? You know, because yeah. I, I had won a shield already. And so like, I try to not cause too many waves. But having myself, Parvati or Phaedra out there, I think probably changes the game a lot. Did you reach out to Cody from season one and ask for any advice or anything? I didn't. Uh, you know, I, I'm... You guys okay. are cool? Yeah, we're cool. Like we, you know, <laughs> like I've talked to him like once or twice, but I, I don't know him like that. Okay. Um, so no. I wish okay. I would have. <laughs> right. I would have given you something. I, he left a little bit. I think he was like the first trader to leave. Yeah, we have, we have uh, a couple things in common. Yeah. <laughs> I really wasn't expecting that with you, though. I really, really didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, I, like, I'm sometimes I'm shocked and sometimes I'm not. I'm like, how did I even make it this far? You know, it was hard. It was like hard to be like, like making sure people aren't on to you as a trader when someone would accuse you, what did you say? Like Larsa within the first 15 minutes, she's like, you're not a trader. Are you? I'm just like, you got me. Like, you know, like I, didn't know, I wasn't prepared for like people yeah. to be all over me right away. Yeah. But I was shocked that like you, you guys all somehow convinced that Larsa was a trader. And like, oh. it's like, she wouldn't have eliminated her own boyfriend. Like, and she, it was, it was, yeah. I don't know, unless they didn't show it on air. And I'm like, why isn't she like pleading her case? Like I'd be screaming it. Like I wouldn't eliminate my boyfriend. Like I'd be going crazy. So yep. That was such a good one because then we didn't have to use a murder on her. I'm like, we got to Like, she was on me. I'm like, we got to get her out of here. So to have her, like, have everyone else get rid of her, I'm like, this was, that was, I was feeling good at that point. I was feeling good. Did you guys do anything fun, like, outside of it? Did you guys get any free time? 
No, so unless you're unless you're banished or murdered, like I had like not even half a day. Like I got fish and chips once, but it's like pretty <laughs> much like it's like it's it's a job. Like Big Brother to me was like life. Like you're all I'm all in. This was like a really fun job. One of the things that someone said which made a lot of sense, this was like a show first and a game second. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was fun. It was really cool. Yeah. I think they're going to bring you back next season, by the way. (laughs) Kate back. I feel like you and Phaedra, they would bring you back for something. So would you go back? Um, at this point right now, I feel like this was like, I had such a great time on big brother, had a great experience. This was like the cherry on top of the reality TV Sunday for me. Like, I don't know how it gets better than this. It was so, Mm. it was awesome. But Peacock, and this show and NBC made it so easy to say yes. Like I could call my kids. I could call my wife. It oh, wasn't yeah. 90 days like Big Brother. Yeah. Um, and I really like the game. You know, yeah. I, you know, I think it would be interesting to have myself and Phaedra in there again. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I think you need to call her up though. Oh, well, you're going to see her at the reunion and she yeah. is going to, what do you think about her? Like one-liners and stuff. I think she's incredible television, I, like incredible, incredible television. Yeah. I think she's the star of the show. Um, but at, with that being said, like I'm fully expecting for her to come <laughs> after me with everything yeah. at the reunion. Yeah. All the housewives, even Lara said she's coming after you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, honestly, thank you so much. That's all the questions we have for you. And we know you're so busy. So thank you so much for yeah. actually doing this. No, thank, thanks for being so patient. Thanks for having yeah. me on. And hopefully, yeah. like, now that the Bravo side sees, like, I'm not, like, <laughs> hopefully I gave you my understanding yeah. of why I went after your favorite. Yeah. But even though I went after your favorite, she still beat me, so you should still be happy, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Give him love, you guys. Give him love. And he was great on Big Brother, so watch that back. But thank you so much. We really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. Nice thank meeting you. you. Nice meeting you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>